Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Coming up on this week's episode, I share how to enhance photos in Google Photos. I review Kenobi Season 1. And I share three key places to visit if you ever make a trip to Maui. A, B, N. It's headphones nailed! guys and welcome back to Headphones Neil Reviews. So after last week's break, I do have a packed episode of reviews and things to talk about for this week's episode. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. So this week's Android tip and trick is not necessarily Android specific as I think many of these features are also available for iOS, but because I'm reviewing it on an Android smartphone and it relates to this week's reviews, I'm making it my Android segment. So while I was on vacation or, um, last week, I had some time to play around with the photo editing features in Google Photos. I had used them on or off, or on and off for the most part since they've came out. Um, in general, I've really used enhance and dynamic um, enhancements in Google Photos as a quick and easy way to kind of normalize and level out the colors. But um, on vacation, I took a picture that I thought would require needed further editing. And instead of going to Snapseed, which aims to make a lot of mobile photo editing easier, was complicated in this case, but Google Photos actually made it much easier. So the picture I messed around with the most were from my snorkeling trip. And so the pictures came out generally bland and blurry and not that exciting, but by using some of the features in Google Photos, so things like uh, shadows and black point and um, blue tone, I was able to um, enhance the pictures to make them look a little bit better. Not necessarily HD or 4K quality, but um, clear enough to make them look visible so you can still see that it was taken underwater you're not i'm not gonna get turn a you know blurry picture into a high def picture by any means but at least it provides the effect i was looking for so um you can see the reefs um the reflections on the turtle shell and you get that kind of depth as if you are underwater rather than just a blurry picture that was taken on the go um i also mess with things like pop to enhance some of the colors uh, sharpen and denoise to clean up the pictures. So by using these filters, I was able to touch up the pictures. And so as you play around with them, you'll be able to see which ones you can use to 
go, you know, from zero to positive 100 or negative 100 um, as a max uh, levels. And then you can adjust them accordingly to balance with some of the other tools. But if you use them in conjunction with each other, then you are able to clean up your pictures a lot more than you would expect. So when you're watching the video, which is also it's linked in the show notes and also available or is available on the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash PatelN01, you'll see the original blurry-ish picture, but by enhancing the shadows and black tones, you get a little bit more depth of feel. By enhancing the pop colors or using the pop filter enhances some of the colors. Denoising and sharpening the picture makes the reef stand out a little bit more, adjusting the blue tone will adjust and normalize the colors a little bit so you still can see that you're underwater but you also get that depth of field to, so you can see the reefs behind or you get that con comparison of the reefs behind the turtles versus the ones that are in front you see the reflections on the turtle shell so they stand out a little bit more so overall it turns it into a picture um, my favorite comparison is turning a VHS quality picture into a DVD quality so it's, granted it's not Blu-ray but DVD is definitely better than VHS so at least you have a cleaner picture it's more easy to look at and at least it's a picture that you can be proud and happy to share so I definitely recommend using some of those um, tools and filters on Google Photos mostly because when you're using them you'll see that they're easily labeled so when you go to a filter called shadows you know that it's going to affect shadows and black the black tones with just the black filter you know it's going to affect bl um, the blacks and brightness with the blue tones you know you're going to um, be able to adjust things like blue and green filters uh, denoise means that if it's if a picture has a lot of granularity it's going to kind of try to smooth that out um, same thing with sharpening so sharpening and denoise are kind of similar but kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. And so when you're going across those various tools in the adjust um, column of Google Photos, you'll see that they're very easily labeled. So kind of what you see is what you expect, which is a little bit better than what Snapseed, or a little bit easier than what Snapseed does, because you do have to um, associate various tools with very the related functionality. So if you don't use it very often, then it's easy to forget. So I recommend using Google Photos as a photo editor to touch up pictures on the go. Um, if you already have a picture that is, you know, very well colored and lit, then some of the presets will actually work a lot better than having to go to individual filters. So um, if you're in a outdoor area, then um, enhance and dynamic, um, enhance the colors very easily and nicely to level them out. Uh, warmth and amber and things like that also kind of work. Um, so it depends on the effect that you're going for, but just a general outdoor shot. Um, the filters work best, or those automatic default filters work best for standard camera shots, but if you're taking an out-of-the-ordinary picture or want fine-tuned controls, then some of those tools in the adjust column are the way to go. And in the review, you'll see that I use all the features that are free features that are part of Google Photos. But if you have a Google One account, then you do get a, a few extra options. So like that dynamic enhancement is there um, and HDR effect is also there along with a few others, but they're not required to enhance your pictures. The free tools will work very, very nicely out of the box. 
So that's all there is for that particular review. So with that, I'll jump into my review for Kenobi Season 1. So as far as the season for Kenobi goes, overall, I found that it was a very good season. I enjoyed them filling in the blanks between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope as far as some of the background. So why Leia went to Obi-Wan or Ben to in A New Hope for him to come back to service, how she knew um, he's, I mean, I'm sure Bail Organa would have told her that um, Obi-Wan served in the Clone Wars and all of that, but how she knew that and why and basically it resolves the, the comparison of, or the relationship between Ben and Leia to build that trust between them uh, why she, in the Death Star she exclaimed that Ben Kenobi's around and why she was super excited about him being there so um, all in all good stuff there um, as far as um, the Luke stuff goes, I kind of wanted more, but because there is minimal interaction between Luke and Obi-Wan, I did like that by the end of the season, um, Obi-Wan understood that Luke just needs to grow up to be a boy, and that it actually, if you, for me thinking about it a little bit more, it became one of those things where, um... Obi-Wan, I guess, realized and learned that they pulled Anakin away from his mom too early. He still had that seed of attachment with her. So with Luke, by losing um, Obi-Wan or by losing um, Owen and, and Beru and not forcing him to lead the life of a Jedi, but even and, and Luke wanting to be more like his father and a Jedi, it helped him understand um, pain and loss and letting go of attachments and things like that so that road between them so while Luke is definitely more on his father's side as far as emotions and personality that ultimately makes Leia more like Padme but that conversation with Ben and Leia at the end of the season that um, she has a lot of her mother mother's personalities but also some of our fathers um, automatically gives Luke the same um, emotions that he that Luke is very daring and um, enigmatic stubborn and all that but also has that emotion and attachment and um, kindness and things like that for other people and all that so the balance is there and the Kenobi series ultimately sets all of that stuff up um, I did like thing, the little things and attention to detail like Vader's castle looking like the point of view of his helmet. Um, we get the brief cameo for Emperor Palpatine about Vader's thoughts dwelling on Obi-Wan to mimic episode 6. Um, the little cameo at the end of the season with Qui-Gon I liked. So I'm glad that they included that. It's one of those things where it feels like they learned from um, Solo that... If you're known for, as far as Solo goes, you're known for getting into that life debt with Jabba. So, um, by not including Jabba, it made Solo that much worse of a movie, even though the rest of the movie was really good. And a lot of the story I can get behind, but if you're not going to introduce the one, uh, one of the main characters that is in the Han Solo universe, then it kind of negates and takes away from that whole situation. So I'm glad that they included um, Qui-Gon and they kept it to um, close as far as story goes, as far as Star Wars, the Clone Wars goes. 
um, that um, Qui-Gon let Obi-Wan know that he's been there all along and that he wanted to have to, or he had to want to um, begin his training. It's not just going to happen for him. So by, so essentially the season also serves as Obi-Wan getting his force powers back, but also learning to let go of his personal um, thoughts that he failed Anakin, growing beyond that, knowing that Leia is now safe, Luke is safe and has a fa- and that they both have families that care about them, so they're going to be safe. So now he can focus and begin his training with Qui-Gon, which also, um, thinking about it now and something I'm going to rewatch later as far as A New Hope goes, that it lends more weight to that scene on the Death Star um, when Obi-Wan looks over to see that Luke and Leia have found each other and they're working together so he now knows that his job is complete so he can um, and even though he knows he's not going to be able to defeat Vader now in his old age he now knows that the hope has been rekindled with Luke and Leia having teamed up and rejoined their forces or rejoined or joined forces to ultimately take down the Empire so all of the to me for the most part the season was very well done um so if i was to grade it i would give it about a 95 percent because the acting was good the progression was good as far as all the various characters this kind of brief glimpse into the rebellion things like the shots of the death star going after those after the ship that everybody was in as a mimic to the ship the beginning of a new hope um but the only thing that I couldn't get behind was the set design. A lot of it looked like it was very, like it was kind of, it felt like it was cheaply done. Like it didn't feel like a complete set. It felt very set-like versus a place that you could, that exists and that you could go visit, which I would have thought less about. But when you go and look at shows like Mandalorian and Boba Fett, those sets are so well done. Like they look realistic you go out and about in those environments and you feel like they're actual places you could visit where these sets in kenobi didn't quite pull off that feel the only places that felt fine were like um the fortress inquisitorius um vader's castle that the final fight scene between vader and kenobi the ship and things like that but the other locations were very set looking so that's the only reason why I would take points away from the show. But overall, it was enjoyable. You do see that progression of Obi-Wan starting with no force powers. And then by the end of the season with him lifting the rocks and defeating Vader and all that, he's back to his abilities. You see that change in personality where originally he's a little bit rough with Leia. But then they grow to have that relationship. He sees her potential. Um, in like Especially with the scene with the holster that... Um, he tells her that, yeah, that this holster's for you. Tala would have wanted her to have it, but she's still 10 years old and can't give her a gun, which also was a nice touch because uh, Leia ends up putting Lola in that holster, so I thought that was a little bit interesting. But overall, I do recommend giving the show a watch, especially if you're a fan of Star Wars. Um, I didn't go back and watch the prequels or episode 3, but I am planning on watching, re-watching Rogue One and then A New Hope to see how Obi-Wan fa- or how Kenobi factors into our rewatch of those movies with the information that we see in Kenobi. So with that being said, I will jump right into my review of my trip to Maui. 
All right. So to round out this week's episode, um, as you guys know, I was on vacation last week and I had a chance to spend a few days in Maui. So something new that I want to try for the podcast, which I don't think I've ever done previously, is give my tips and recommendations of things to do when I do go on vacation, which is pretty rare, but just as a means of sharing my experiences, the ups and downs and things like that. So if it helps in your decision making process, then that is great. So like I said, I had a chance to spend a few days in Maui. So the one thing I recommend is when you go to Maui, and especially if you go in summer, the best time to do a lot of the activities is in the morning. So Monday morning, I did had signed up for a kayaking and snorkeling class or a tour, which started at 7, was done by 11. But the reason to do that first thing in the morning is, um, and we actually got lucky, was by about 10.15 to 10.30, the water started getting choppy. So getting back to land did take a little bit more time and effort. If you're a new kayaker or you're tired already or easily fatigued or not used to it, then it makes it that much harder to pedal or paddle back to shore. So we were able to get most of the tour done. So they took us around kayaking to various spots. We got a chance to swim with the fish, swim with some turtles. He showed us, or our guide showed us an underwater cave. And in general, we got to go around and see various wildlife in the water while snorkeling. So overall, it was a very good time. Uh, Luckily, it didn't rain or anything like that. But like I said, by about 1030 or so near the end of the tour, the waters did start getting choppy. So that was a uh, great benefit there. And especially when you're in Maui, you're in the water, so you don't feel it as much. But the temperature, it does get warm. There was a lot of humidity, so you do get quite tired. The guide did bring snacks and water and stuff like that. So you, we are able, we were able to replenish our energy. Um, but still, if you're not, you know, if you're not particularly or don't have a lot of upper body strength or core strength or anything like that, it can be a tiring experience. But and so for me, if you do know how to swim, then you should be okay for the most part. Um, he doesn't they don't go particularly fast but you do want to stay with the group especially to listen to instructions uh hear tips and hear what they're talking about as you're going around the areas they're taking you so that was the first day um on the second day we took a tour to go to hana so i get so on in maui that is actually one of those um uh, things to see as far as nature and wildlife you get to see a beach on um the volcanic rocks there's a black stone beach so there's all sorts of different things to see on the road um the biggest drawback to doing that kind of trip on your own is that the road is very curvy and windy so the driver does not necessarily get to see as much of that nature and wildlife and things like that unless you go and plan out all of those stops on your own so what we did was we booked a tour here as well so they did provide breakfast and lunch um we stopped at um a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance 
United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A uh, few different places, like I said, they took us to a black rock beach, a beach on a volcanic rock. They stopped at a few different waterfalls. They stopped us at a place that sold really, really good banana bread. It was freshly made, nice and warm and soft. So I definitely recommend doing the tour. So, and it's one of those things that you can easily miss. So I definitely recommend doing the tour out. Um, but if you do go on your own, uh, definitely do your research as um stop at all the various places so um there's a beach starts with an h that has a bunch of that usually has turtles that are out on the sand there's a rainbow eucalyptus tree there's a bunch of waterfalls to see and then the black rock beach which has a cave that you can go through to um, see the waves splashing in the water right at the beach side it has a nice trail and that sort of stuff um so like I said, for me, if you're a person who likes to um, get, take part in all the various stops and not have to worry about driving and all of that, then definitely do the tour. They do start pretty early at around 6.30 or 7, but because you don't have to drive, you don't have to worry about that fatigue. A couple of meals are included, but if driving is not a big deal or you don't think that you get too fatigued while driving, then definitely, I would definitely recommend plotting out the various stops to go to like the volcanic beach, the waterfalls, um, the bread place, which is actually called Auntie Sandy's Famous Banana Bread. So it's in Kane Peninsula, uh, K-E apostrophe A-N-E-E. Um, I definitely recommend stopping there for the bread. Um, there can be a line, but if you're on your own, then you have enough time. But if you're on a tour, they will most likely, if you have a good driver with the time, then they will definitely stop you there too buy a loaf or two or as much as you want um, to take back with you which we did and i recommend getting the bread 
Um, now, as far as the third day Wednesday, uh, we did book a tour up to um, Halakalia um, State Park as far as going to the summit to check out the sunrise over the clouds. So they take you to the summit of the volcano and you can watch and they take you well ahead of the sunrise. So you can see the sunrise and then see it above the clouds, the reflection there. And then as the clouds clear, you can see the volcano beneath you. But unfortunately, and it was unforeseen to the guys as well, is that it actually started raining on the day that we went. It wasn't forecasted to rain until much later in the day. So uh, we thought it was going to be okay. The guy thought it was going to be okay. So we went up and it ended up raining or it was a mild mist when it started and then it ultimately started raining so we didn't get to see the sunrise so that is the one bummer of our trip is that we didn't get to see the sunrise but supposedly it is very very beautiful so i do recommend checking the weather forecast periodically as you go or up until the time of your trip but know that because of how the island is so the west side of the island is generally the drier side, but then the east side is very wet and rainy. So on our tour through Hana, or Hana, it did rain in the morning, but then it stopped. And then on the day we were going to go see the sunrise, it was not supposed to rain at all until much later in, that, in the afternoon, but it ended up raining that morning. So um, be wary of going to or be wary of the weather. So as far as the tour goes, you do not necessarily have to take the tour. If you're able to buy the parking pass for the summit before they sell out, then you can do it on your own, but you're not gonna get the tour on tour of information on the way down. So our tour guide did stop us at various points to see um, an echoing forest, a, a picture point overlooking the island and things like that. So. You could probably do that on your own, but it won't. it's not necessarily stuff that stands out to you um, if you are on your own. But if you're going just for the sunrise, I definitely recommend booking it as soon as you can, just so you, whether it's a tour or the, getting the parking pass to drive yourself up there. The road is actually really easy to use. It's kind of curvy, but not nearly as bad as the uh, road going to Hana. So um, you can do it on your own or with your group of whoever you're going with. But it is something I would recommend seeing just based on the pictures. It does look very beautiful. So I recommend doing that. Um, as far as other stuff, um, on Thursday, we didn't have anything planned, but we did do a submarine tour to see the wildlife at the bottom of the ocean. So we, we did get to see a few sharks and stingrays and fish and things like that. So overall, it was a good experience. We had a very peppy and upbeat tour guide, so it was fun to see that. We got to see a sunken ship under the water, so I definitely recommend doing that if you have a time. It's about it takes about two hours of your time, technically about an hour forty-five, but they do have um, those boat submarine boats going down like every hour or so, or approximately hour, and every hour and a half. So that's that includes around or going taking a boat to and from the submarine. So that's in a place called Lahaina, which has a number of really good restaurants. Uh, various boat cruises and stuff like that. So if you want to just do a, a glass bottom submarine tour, you can do that. Or if you want to do an actual submarine that goes down to the bottom of the ocean, you can do that. Um, but that's all in the Lahaina district, um, which also has a really big banyan tree that's been growing since 
around 1893 or something like that so it's been growing for well over 100 years um so it's a nice place to get some uh shaved ice and sit in the shade they have a number of shops and stuff there as well so if you want a souvenir or just grab some food then there's a lot of different options there so um overall it was a very relaxing vacation so we ended up flying uh sunday afternoon and then returning our flight back was on thursday night so we did one we had one activity every day and then the rest of the day was just you know walking on the beach exploring the area driving to and from a, a few different areas um and that's about it we got i did have a chance to enjoy the sunrise so in the link in the show notes you'll see there will be a video playlist of the various videos i took so you'll see the sunrise on the first day um you'll see um a couple of videos that i took on the tour through hana the submarine tour videos uh some of the uh water and videos for the uh, black sand beach so you can see how clear the water was how black the rocks are and things like that uh video of the eucalyptus tree the, the rainbow eucalyptus the turtles and things like that so um all in all a good trip definitely a trip or a place to go visit if you have a few days to relax like i said all the activities were done first thing in the morning so it's hard to double up on some of the stuff like if you wanted to do hana and the sunrise in the same day it would be kind of hard but if you were willing to drive yourself to or take a tour through hana and then the your own drive for the sunrise and you could park yourself at the at the summit of halakalea watch the sunrise come back and then drive yourself through hana um I don't know if they have any afternoon tours, but if you wanted to do the tour through Hana, you would have to split those up. Um, there are kayak, or you can rent kayaks, I think, on the West Coast, but there wasn't nearly as much to see there as um, much as the south side of the island. So that's why I recommend doing going kayaking on the south side of the island, just because it's um, calmer waters, um, clearer, and all of that, so you can see the. Um, uh, wildlife and the sea the animals in the sea and all of that stuff um as far as the sunrise it is kind of hard to predict the weather at the top of the volcano so if you wanted to see the sunrise i would say go to the east side of the island basically the airport side so if you're going through hana start early i guess and then find a spot on the coast to um relax and see the sunrise from there Granted, it's probably not as beautiful as seeing it from the top of a volcano, but if you're not sure or you don't want to spend the money to do that, then that's probably the alternative way to go. But as far as a recommendation, I still recommend going to the top of the volcano to check out that sunrise. So that's all there is for this particular episode. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or anything like that, you can find me or you can find the website and past episodes and subscription links at um, headphonesneal.reviews. Um, you can help support the show. The or links to support the show are on the website or most easily by visiting patreon.com slash patreon, sorry, patreon.com slash pateln01 for um, ad-free episodes of the podcast. Um, periodically, I'll have bonus and upcoming content for what's coming up on a future podcast so that's all at patreon.com slash patelin01 and of course you can get all updates on twitter at patelin01 
But thanks for tuning in to this particular episode, and until next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.